Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Now, it's The Rundown, presented by Trippet Insurance. Trippet Insurance at 6462 Stage Road in Bartlett. Depend on your local insurance agent. Trippet Insurance at 901-365-1472. Online at TrippetAgency.com. The Rundown, with the biggest stories of the day, from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Memphis Grizzlies, it's going down tonight at FedEx Forum against a LeBron James Lakers team. Last I looked, Grizzlies now nine-point favorites. That line has moved. It was eight and a half early this morning. It's moved up since we started. May still go up again. Um, this is one, yes, the Grizzlies should win. That part is obvious, especially with LeBron James out. And even with this Lakers team, yes, looking better uh, with guys like Beasley, uh, some of these additions they've made since the uh, the trade deadline. D'Angelo Russell, also important, listed as doubtful for tonight. So that's going to factor in as well into that where the line is. As far as the Lakers are concerned, uh, the news yesterday, obviously a little bit of a reset that it's going to be, it's feared to be several weeks for LeBron James with a right foot injury that, yes, he suffered in the third quarter of their Sunday night win over Dallas. He came back and played the fourth and played well too. And now that's why it was so surprising to get the news yesterday that they uh, that there was legitimate fear with his injury because LeBron played through it. But you go back and you look at the highlights. Mm-hmm. He said, "I heard it pop," and I know people had read that in some of the stories afterwards. But I think you know him playing in the fourth quarter. I um, mean, led others to believe, Stephen A. included. Okay, this Lakers team's rolling. They're going to go get the sixth seed. He uh, made that proclamation yesterday. Now things have obviously changed. Now for LeBron, you're talking about several weeks. John told you the news that'll be reevaluated in two. Uh, but there's only five weeks of the season obviously, of the regular season, obviously left. So it puts the Lakers in a position where many, including myself at this point, doubting any chance of moving up and out of the play-in. Maybe there's still a chance, John. We'll see, because you're right there uh, to uh, to to move up into play-in spot even without LeBron gone for a significant amount of time. I'm not going to count them out if they've got Anthony Davis healthy. Now, that's day-to-day, mm-hmm. as we know with him. Um, but I'm not counting the Lakers out of a possible play-in spot. That said, clearly, chances of them moving up uh, clearly dimmed quite a bit by the the absence of LeBron James going forward for them. So as far as the Grizzlies are concerned, I'm with Jessica Benson. Like this isn't well, she, she made it clear and she made a great point. Like there are only so many games left of LeBron. Period. At 38 years old, I heard Zach Lowe today call him 37. You got we all struggle with LeBron's age, me included. I have to go back and look. Yes, he's going to be 39 in December. And yes, while there are fewer opportunities to see LeBron as we go forward, and that there is a part of that that's sad. You're talking about the NBA's leading scorer. Yep. The more important thing here in terms of the hometown team is the fact that you, you sit here with an opportunity to take care of business against the Lakers team before you hit the road for a very important road trip. Uh, road trips have not been good to the Grizzlies. The last one, uh, when you went out west, 0-5 on that road trip. And remember, you've lost eight straight. This isn't the look past tonight onto the Rockets tomorrow night, but it's to say – take care of business, Yeah, hopefully that 
you know, John, whatever that was against the Denver Nuggets, where you got up, and this time you stayed up. You know, Taylor Jenkins had been talking about to him about that. You you blew the big lead against Philly. Mm-hmm. Do that tonight, right again. Don't play around uh, with a Lakers team that's clearly hurting, and then head on into the road and hopefully take some of that momentum. Uh, into it. So fortunate position for the Grizzlies to be facing a Lakers team that's likely without D'Angelo Russell and going to be without LeBron James tonight. Nationally televised, by the way. Yeah, no, I think we, we can just sort of take the average on the on LeBron's age. Like if we could just poll like 10 different people. No, we, we need to be correct. Like LeBron age But it's age funny matrix. how many people people in the know even forget, you know, Zach Lowe, man, yeah, he's 37 years old. He's actually 38, going to be 39 30. in December. Yeah. They are 5-9 and nine without him this season. No. They are 36-62 and 62 yeah. since he's been a Laker when he's sidelined. Put it this way. He's averaging 30 points a game, and he's just seven years younger than you. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. Well, I doubt he's ever smoked a black and mild in his life. Well, yeah, well, let's not try to make excuses, though, for why you're not getting it done at a high level. If I didn't smoke blacks, who knows? Maybe you could be doing what LeBron's doing. You know? You know, I, I think we could continue to play the How much older is he than you? I'm 31. I'll be 32 in July. Jason! Seven. Are you what? smoking them black no, and mild you know in It's the same, let, no, no, the same let, difference. Let, let, let's flip this. Because what are you doing with that youth? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Wasted. Yeah, it is. And give him the. Do we still have the John, John, John? You got to do that oldie but goodie because that's what I would use here. You're trying to make this about me and look at what this guy's doing. True. Not so far from your age when it frankly should be look about the look at these wasted young years of mine. Isn't that where what the they highest say? level I could get to was uh, tights in the ECS tournament? Isn't that what they say? Wearing uh, tights. Youth is wasted on the youth. Mm. What could you have done? Oh, dude, I, here's the problem. Maybe I, you should have went into soccer. I, I tried soccer. I did that. that I mean, I, 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 there too. I just I just See, didn't You didn't have, try baseball, did you? I was actually good at baseball. That was actually the sport I was best at. I could, I could, I was, I was like, I, I told you I batted cleanup, bro. I was, I was the man. But unfortunately, grand. unfortunately for your athlete, you idolize Jason Williams. Right. And you said, this is what I'm going to do, and this is what I'm going to pour my time into. Well, I enjoy basketball, but I just wasn't in a position where, you know, I wasn't coached. I didn't take it seriously enough, you well, know. you're talking about excuses. Like, you were talking about me and the blacks. <laughs> like, we're hearing all of them from you. It sounds like a book of them. I was just trying to give you a, a reason, bro. It's not okay. an excuse. Oh, okay. I think it could have been. I mean, look. It I, is amazing what LeBron's doing at 38. I don't think I could have been in, a, in the league or anything because I didn't have the height. I didn't have the athleticism or the height, but I could have played, like, at Ripley. Ripley High School? Yes. I could have been like BMOC type at Ripley. I'd be like, oh, you know, who they play? Like uh, the Sisters of the Poor and Blind? I don't, I, the Ripley schedule? Yeah. Might have Brighton on there or something. I don't oh, know. we got Brighton for sure. Tipton County type? Who else over there? I don't know, John. Give me like, give me all the. This is, we're not going to do your what ifs. And you would have had to go way out of county to find a. To find a spot that would have welcomed you to no, play every, on high school. What, 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 That's sad is what that is. No, you would have had to leave Memphis and Shelby County schools. At, at the height of my pickup days, right, at the height of my pick, probably like early to, to mid-20s, I would always play I'd, I'd play at these gyms. And, you know, I might have like a few days where I was like shooting the ball really well and, and they would always ask, where'd you go to school, man, oh, Arlington? Those are, those are your best. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you enjoyed that, too. It was always, though, like trying to guess Bartlett or Arlington. It's mm-hmm. always like, where'd your white ass go? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
you know. But I'm just saying, in a different universe, I'd have gone to uh, like Osceola. Ooh, Osceola. Now you might have starred there. Oh, for sure. With that jump shot, with because it's Osceola, you got Luxora. We would have done Luxora in, no doubt about it. What are y'all over there? Are y'all Double A? What's Osceola High? Dude, I have no idea. You got a street named after you over there. You need to. I don't think it's. I don't think it's Arkansas. I think that's still Tennessee. I believe. Oh, is it? Yeah, John Martin Road. Cortez Kennedy has a road named after him. That's right. And and Wilson. Uh, but yeah, like if I was at Osceola, boy, we'd be doing Wilson in. Uh, so, Rivercrest would get get oh, D down, realize, no question about it. Realize how sad this is because the fact is that the best basketball player in terms of going up the ranks around here yeah. is Brad Carson. Brad played high school. Yeah. Like varsity. Brad, it is. Don't, don't, don't look so surprised. It is because I, the highest I got yeah. was 10th grade JV yeah. for White Station, quit middle of the season, didn't go past that. So he's done. Yeah. He's giving it up. He's not good enough. Brad went. What did you play senior year? Did you? Play? I played all the way through. So did you get? Did you get now like this. the? Uh, did you get like the? Your mom and dad walked you out. Yes, to the I have pictures. Oh, he got the senior night. He got a senior night. I have a senior picture. <laughs> I want that I'll, I'll so bad for my son. Was was I will say one of the greatest things of my life. That's awesome. Was winning our senior night and my parents. That is awesome. You know, there it is. That's a player. That's a guy who actually went up oh. some levels and did some things in the game. What, like we, we didn't. Both of us did not. When we talk what I don't we should have done, it, it was low level. This guy played high school. Do not pump this up, though. This here's is low the truth. Level. You had a senior night. Here's the truth. Like I, I don't even mean this like to be derogatory because you can't take away. You actually played high school basketball. I did. Doesn't I mean, matter where it went. He's on a list of points scored but, for that school. But <laughs> Team Wolf. For four years. <laughs> Team Wolf was not depicted in Memphis, Tennessee, bro. They said Teen Wolf. It wasn't. <laughs> It was depicted in Peoria, Illinois. It was. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what it was. You know, it, you the, the the unfortunate thing about being an average kid in Memphis, Tennessee, is that you're never like if you go to a real school, right? You're a, never average gonna make kid it in Memphis. You're never gonna make not, it. Not, probably, not, probably, you probably have to be good. You have to be good at Memphis. Yeah. No, that's very true. You know, like you don't have to be I good. Was okay, but, but, though. But, but see, I'm what not, this is, good, but you should have said that because it. Well, that's what you should I mean. have said that at the beginning because this is disparaging. No, 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 no. Brad's accomplishment. I, I did get to start. Right. This is a starter. But no, he's for sure and probably would have found a home somewhere. Okay. But yeah, here in Memphis, he would have been able to find his spot. Like in Memphis, give Brad a little more credit. Like again, let's take Brad out now. I didn't I think, take shots I think your though. Point is See, like, valid. I, I was Alex Lomax, but I didn't shoot it, so I was a very, yeah, very usable you stu- player. You stuck to the game plan. Yeah, don't shoot the ball and your, play defense. You your, get on the court. Your point that you got to be good in Memphis to make your high school team is real. Memphis is a large place, yeah. right? Because you'll you'll watch like when you grow up, you watch all these reality shows and you watch all these you know Disney Channel shows and movies, and it's like, oh man, you know, I'm gonna be on a no. You're I, not, I see where you're going. Though. Not in yeah. Memphis. Your ass ain't gonna be on varsity in Memphis. Right. You know you you can play you know middle school whatever, but you got to be like athletic. You got to be talented. You got to yeah. be in ridiculous shape. Like that. Yeah. All you know, high school basketball is tall, high, pretty high level. And, and, and you got to be you exactly. Got to be blessed. Right. Usually with tall. Height. That's a very important part yeah. of it. Like not everybody's Chris Gioza, You know, almost nobody is Chris Gioza. Like you have to. Like and in other metro, like not even not even metros, like you can go to lots of cities in 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 the United States. You know, get to the Midwest, get to like Northwest, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, and you can be average and find a spot on a high school team. You know, in Memphis, 
No. That's what he's classifying yours as, Brian. You have no prayer. So, I apologize no, that I brought you in this to give you credit. I don't and, mean that in a disparaging John way. It's, I, I mean it as a compliment. Don't let the door hit you. And the, and the threshold, the threshold for Memphis, right? You take me and you put me in, in a, in a – You mix. use this to say this is why I didn't make it. Like, we all get no, it. I'm yeah, not, yeah, 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 it's part well, of no, it. Memphis it, is a different mm-hmm. – it, it's different. It's built different yeah, right. from a high school talent pool standpoint. Mm-hmm. But take me and, 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 and say I stuck with basketball – for 15 years of my life. You still wouldn't be LeBron James. No, 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 in Osceola. But I, I would be him in high school. I would be him in high school for sure. I don't know, man. Come on, dog. 15 no. years I stuck with it. And I'm in Osceola, Arkansas, where, the, where I'm this, the big fish in the small pond. Tell me if this is fair. The way I sort of characterize your game is you're Luke Kennard. Mm-hmm. Yes, fair. Can you keep him on the floor, though? In to, Osceola, to Arkansas? Keep the, to keep hitting the jump. That's You don't play any defense Doesn't in Osceola. Matter. They're still going to slap the four and have to stop somebody at some point. Your coach wants to see you play both ways, I'm, especially if you're trying to stay on the floor. You're Luke Kennard. You I will would be give he- it up. You will give up everything that you get. I would be heckling. And so the question is going to be, do we have a strong enough team around him to I overcome the, the defensive deficiencies? Because yeah. they are many. I'm going to tell you this. Put me at Osceola, Arkansas. Put me at Osceola High School or, or Rivercrest, and, and I, I would and, be. And let me say this: Luke Kennard is cold. Like, let's be sure. real too. No, no, no. You are sure. Osceola, Luke right. Kennard. Exactly. So, Still not playing defense. You know what? You're not setting any scoring records, John. You're not show. on the floor. There we go. 30, You're more 30 like about a Malik me. Monk coming off the bench. Because I, well, he's from Arkansas. And, and, yeah, and, he is. I would be to the Luxor crowd. I would, I would drain a three, and I would say three more than two, and I would. <laughs> yeah, you would play like Marshall Henderson. Exactly. I mean, hey, I know we're in Arkansas. Everybody get it? Three equals more than two. Bam! Bang! Bang! Well, this was a conversation about LeBron James well, and being out and greatness, and John found a way to bang! put himself at the center of Mike it. Mike Breen would be at my games. Unsurprising on this day that 30 he, would, for 30. he would do that. True life. I'm a, I'm a high school star in Osceola, Arkansas. Ladies and gentlemen. I that, can't wait to send you my senior year uh, photo with see, my parents on a basketball floor. <laughs> I, I, I do. I hope my son gets them on like that. Well, I will we never have forget. I didn't have any, exactly. You and I got the sucked, pictures. But I, I'm sure your you parents know. were so oh. proud to walk you out, bro. Yeah, that's a big deal. I bet your mom was holding on to you tight. Yep. I hope that happens. That That, that is a moment that you wish in whatever walk you do, you know, whether it's if you're a violinist for the – yeah, whatever at school, whatever. Every, don't get senior. Everybody night, could have a sort of senior nightish appreciate. Well, get what, to walk out there. What's with their, a violinist? But, but senior I guess night. unless you're an athlete or whatever, you're not getting those. You know, you well, get you the might ba- have like you get the banquet, well, the violin, well, the that, violinist that, banquet. You might get like what, a what did final get? performance he, he, on the fiddle. Like, did he get? You know, I'm sure there's like a penultimate senior show, right? Probably not because didn't Fitz go to Juilliard or something and, and up there it's just expected. I don't yeah, know. Even that senior Fitz, concert usually. Yeah, there's got to be something. And there's usually something. Yeah, I played in the band as well. I, you know, I, I, I do. He's multi-talented. Yeah, you go to right. a small school. Osceola will work out for you. Hell yeah, we're sending right Osceola. You know, we we got we got to shine. I mean, there baby. are benefits to doing that, by the oh, way. Oh, that's honestly, that's why I went to Memphis. I went to Memphis because I felt like, I, okay, like it's not as competitive here. If I go to like Mizzou yeah. or somewhere like that, like I'm just gonna be one of a million. You know, if I go to Memphis, do a good job, kick some ass, yeah. I got a, I got a better chance of coming out of that, which is exactly what happened. I'm like the LeVar Ball of my own life. 
Yeah, I, you know, you bring up a good point, though. In in your walk of life, what y'all do, so many people go to Syracuse and they think it's going to yeah. be the magic bullet. For sure. You're really fi- figuring out where you want to be That's is exactly. just as important as Now, there are advantages doing, to there's going some, to Syracuse. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're working with Mike Tarico for God's sake. You're sakes. networking and, yeah. like, there's so many alums that work in in the industry. But look at Gary. No, I, I mean, look I, got, at y'all. I got lucky because Gary was, like, helpful, you know, and, and he was in Memphis. But that was we had one. That was it. That's but, all we but, had. But and you Jason all, was at the both CA. of y'all went to Memphis. Jason went to Memphis. Jason helped me out, too. Jason was very helpful to me when I was coming out. So, I mean, I had two guys, really, that were from Memphis in that network that I could really, like, go to. It's a pretty good network, you know. (laughs) But it's like Syracuse, you got, like, 50 times that. No, you got that, Mike that, Tirico. That's why you do it, right? Like Pete Thamel went to Syracuse. Mike Tirico went to Syracuse. I mean, I'm, there are lots of other guys. Um, this was about yes, Lakers and you. Grizzlies and LeBron. It was my segment. It's been hijacked. Uh, John may spend some of his segment talking about himself. Next story. Next story. Uh, uh, yeah, actually, as a matter of fact, let me tell you about this experience I had when I was 15. I'd love to hear about it. Uh, Memphis basketball, we have not touched on them yet, and we need to because we do have some, uh, I guess, some some bracketology to oh, update yes. here. Over at the Bracket Matrix, uh, Memphis has moved up a little bit in terms of average. They are uh, now 10.33, essentially a 10 seed, which is kind of where you want them to be. We talked about this yesterday. You don't want to be on that 6-11 line because the current six seeds are pretty damn good. Talking about Illinois, you're talking about TCU, uh, Northwestern, who you don't know anybody on that team, just the average listener, but they're good. Like they're a good, mm-hmm. disciplined Big Ten team. And if, if I can help it, I I don't really want to see anybody from uh, the Big Ten because they play a tough style of basketball, and usually, you know, they're pretty good on the inside. I'd like to avoid the Big Twelve. I'd like to avoid the Big Ten. Okay. That's kind of where I'm at. I'll take my shot at any other league. I'll take my shot at the ACC. I'll take my shot at the SEC. I'm glad you've come down on them and once you held the SEC yes, in very high regard. Wrongly so. Yep. Wrongly so. But there's just nobody in the SEC that really – I mean, first of all, Memphis has won four times against SEC four teams. Four and one? Yeah, that's right. I think yeah. I said five and one the other day. Yeah. yeah. And they played Alabama on the road within a bucket. Mm-hmm. So – I mean, it's not like they should be intimidated by anybody from the SEC. Mm-mm. Now, Jerry Palm over at CBSSports.com has Memphis playing Kentucky How about that? in the 7-10 as of right now. It is the only place that's ever going to happen while Cal's the coach there. Always kind of, you know, said that'd be dreamy and, as you used it, juicy. I would love the committee the to do that. The storylines would just be Cal would out hate the it. frame. Cal, yeah, Cal would hate it. But would, that's what oh, they are yeah. this year. At best, is a seven. No, I, oh, like yeah. they're in if the right that, spot. I I think Kentucky sucks. So they've set themselves up for a matchup like this. Yeah, put themselves in that ballpark. I mean, Oscar Shebway will have thirty and ten, but it, you know what's the rest of the team going to do? Damn, if he has thirty and ten, though, has has DeAndre fouled out? Oh, without a doubt. It's. I mean, that's going to be a. But then nightmare. you still feel good about that matchup with DeAndre? Well, you you saying yesterday I, I, how good I, I, you I feel think, about I think, a matchup? I think with Memphis is better at every other position. I just think that's that's the one where Kentucky has the clear and distinct advantage. Yes. Is Memphis better at every other position? I think so. Than I think so. I think Kentucky is mid. And they've they've and come I, on here. Though. They have. But you know how I felt about them all year long. Yeah, From, you've you've stuck to that. You know. And for yeah. I, I hear you. I'm have, just saying they have a guard you, named Casey Wallace who was a stud. He's a freshman though, and so I got to give Kendrick the edge. I think Casey could be a good NBA player. No, of course I'm with you on point guard yeah. uh, advantage. But I mean, look at but, the rest of their I mean, roster. Go around the roster without Keontae Kennedy, like who? 
You're going man for man. This tiger's better. Elijah's I, better than this guy. I, and, I think it's it's a wash wow. at, at at worst. I mean, Elijah would fit right in with what they have. I mean, and he might even be an upgrade in some ways. You tell that to say. I mean, I but, do like Elijah McCann when he's done this year. I mean, they've got a, they've got like but that's that's saying something about Kentucky. If you're saying like, he's going in Kentucky there, Kentucky has just a bunch of guys, man. I'm I mean, with you. besides Shebway. I just love it because it makes Cal have to play Memphis. Yeah, finally. Because it's never going to happen in a regular season. Yeah, like and he's going to give you all the excuses in the world. Like so. Antonio Reeves is 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 fine. He's a good player, but he's not somebody that would scare me in terms of a scouting report. You know, Toppin. No, no I, yeah, I wonder what Kim Palm would have that. You know, that matchup in terms of outcome. Yeah. Uh, so Memphis is. In I the mean, Kentucky part. would be favored, obviously. They'd be favored, but I think it'd be. I think it'd be shorter than you think. Maybe so. I mean, I, I could see it being like three. You know, something like that. And, and you'd be all over that. I, I think I would definitely take Memphis. I, I like them on the money line there if, if, if it happens. I pray it happens. I pray Because, again, they have they're, Kentucky is so freaking one-dimensional. I mean, and it's a great dimension to have. I mean, Shebway is one of the best. But They're playing better teams right now than you are, too. Well, they are. Right? I mean, and that's the other thing they about are. preparing for the postseason. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm not telling you that Memphis couldn't win that game. I'd probably feel pretty good about our chances, but – you're discounting them a little bit. It's making me uncomfortable a little bit too much. I mean, this is this is you know, I mean, that, that, that I love that. I want the matchup. Don't get me wrong. The, Finally, the, I mean, there's no there's no doubt that they play a tougher schedule. I mean, just in the SEC. But this is a this is a Kentucky team that lost to South Carolina at home. Yeah, how long? You know, that was a while. January. Back. They've, they've turned it around since then. You know, but you're right. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, the, you know, too, there are low points. I mean, all we have to compare them on is is common opponents, right? So let's just do that. Common I hadn't looked at them on Kimpom in a while to see where they're at. Alabama, are. they lost by 26. So Memphis lost by three, got the edge there. Uh, they beat Texas A&M at home, 76-67. They beat Ole Miss, 75-66. They beat Vandy at Vandy, 69 to 53, and they beat Auburn by 500. On Saturday, yeah, Auburn's like falling apart. They are, they are. I just, I like the matchup for Memphis outside of the big man. That's that's the only that's the only place I feel like Kentucky has the sure distinct advantage. They're thirteenth offensively and third in the country in offensive rebound percentage. Obviously, that's because Shibway. of Shebway yeah. you mentioned, they're seventy seventh in defense. Yeah, like they can be, they can be had. I feel like, uh, and, and so that's just where I'm at on that. Maybe the line would be a little bigger than three. If I'm getting anything over two possessions, that is another HELOC bet, um, and I can't wait. You know, I, I want to say this one more time because um, I looked this up. Somebody was listening to the show yesterday. A, a lot of people were listening to the show yesterday, but somebody tweeted you and said. That it's statistically impossible for Memphis to be favored against Houston on Sunday. Oh yeah, because you're crazy line making. It's not. It's not statistically impossible. I mean, you see eight point movements all the time, home and away splits. Then you factor in the fact that Kendrick Davis was not playing, right? So I think Kendrick Davis could be worth four points on a spread, and for what he does for Memphis, four to five is not out of the realm of possibility. Okay, so then if you say we've seen home road splits where the home team at the end, on the back end, is going for revenge against the the ranked team, and they're unranked. We've seen eight-point moves. Kansas State, Oklahoma State is a perfect example. Oklahoma State, by close, was minus 3.5 last weekend. They were plus 5.5 against Kansas State earlier in the season. So that's actually nine points right there. Okay, so now give me four points for Kendrick Davis. Would you side with four points on the spread for Kendrick? I mean, he's their leading scorer and their point guard. 
It's the number one team in the country, man. I know. I'm just I'm just saying, how much do we think – how many points is you Kendrick Wertz going to spread? Cincinnati. I, okay, th- three. I, four feels a little three? strong. I'm okay. giving you three. Okay. I mean, so, I gave you. I gave okay. you more than a half. All right, so give me the nine, though, from the road to home oh, split for Oklahoma goodness. State. I can't even keep track. Against Kansas State. Yeah. I'm just asking just for that. bottom line it for me. And then, so that, at it's, worst – math. At worst, Memphis is going to be plus three. At worst. And I think it's going to be closer to pick them. That's what I think. I mean, but, I, yeah, we, you started on Pickham. That's where we everybody said, "Ho, ho, ho!" I'm rolling with Pickham. I'm rolling with it. I'm just, I'm, I'm just letting you know it's not as crazy as it sounds. Ken Palm's got it at seven. Ken Palm, I pray that they hang that what, number at seven. What's your Bart Torvik Morvik got it at? I don't even need. I don't I even. I thought need. it's free. I thought it's the one you love. I, I, I don't even know where to go, man. All right, you'll, you'll be putting me on the spot no, here. Okay, fine, fine. Just continue to, to to try to pull us back your way that this will be a pick 'em. I pray it, that that I get seven. I, I when I go to bed at night, Superbook, please, please give me seven with Memphis on Sunday, please, because this is gonna. We, Riley's second birthday is coming up. It won't be seven. You know what I mean? It'll be four and a half, five. Maybe five. No way. No way. Same no, I, difference. I'm probably too high. You, you, it'll probably be three, but see, I, that represents a big move, a shift from a huge you move. from where you were. It will, oh, no, three, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling pick them. I'm saying at worst it's three. Give me, give, me, give me three and a half to five and a half. That's a nice little range, but that's, that's what it's going to be. I'm going pick, man, because the books know. They will know. And I, even if they open it, can up, Houston get the number one overall? Is that what we're talking about here? I don't think so. Because the Alabama, number one overall seed, I think that's out. In at Alabama for sure. I guess so. Yeah, with the way they're playing too. So Brandon Miller's playing. I mean, I don't know how much they'll even have to play for. I, I think that's going to be. That, yeah. I think that's going to be factored that's in. A, could it? Could could a loss take them off the one line? That's the question. Mm-hmm. Could it? It's a road loss. I don't think so. Against a good team. Yeah. Against a tournament team, right. Memphis is a tournament team. Now I know Kelvin. So I don't think it takes them off. I, the I know. One. I know Kelvin's going to be saying to his team, "If you guys lose this, we're not going to be a number one seed." I would, you know, just to keep them motivated. Because otherwise, why would it doesn't? But that's matter. what I, I thought about the other side of the motivation. That if you thought you were playing for an overall yeah. one, yeah. Well, you remember but last maybe year? Maybe they're not. If Alabama just takes care of business and yeah, maybe it is. It maybe they're playing for the second best. Last year, in an exact in the exact same scenario. Um, Houston was coming in like they had played like three games in like eight days or something, and they were already banged up, you know. Mm-hmm. So this is a little different. They're not as although who was it? Was it Sasser that that had a scare over the weekend against East Carolina? I'm I pretty, didn't see that. Did he? Yeah, he left the game. He left the game, and there was some concern because he didn't look good. He he did end up coming back in. Um, but yeah, I would not be surprised, I, and I would tell you, don't be surprised when this number is closer than than people think. I know it is the number one team, but. He's got Bama one, Houston two in terms of the seedings, Lenardi. Okay. That's the top ones. And, and and in that bracketology, by the way, he's got Memphis playing Providence. And he's moved them. They're a 10 yes. in his bracket as well. Yeah. So Providence, Memphis. Oh, where they moved up was last four buys. They're now the first team in last four yes, buys as opposed exactly. to the, they've been down to third. So that would be like the last two 10 seeds, right? Mm-hmm. The last two 10 spots. Providence, Memphis would be a fun matchup. I mean, Providence is. I wouldn't want to see Baylor in that second one. Yeah, they're tough, man. They're I, tough. I, I, I like 10 7 better than like 8 9, but I don't want to be in there with Baylor's, where Baylor is as a 2. I mean, you're starting I don't to be, in that be one. begging, asking, beggar asking. No, for, I mean, Palm's got Marquette as a 2. I'd love that matchup after Kentucky that yeah. you would face Marquette with our own Cam Jones there yeah. leading the way. Some people but think Marquette feel, can win the championship. I'm not disagreeing with that. I just say I'd rather see Marquette than Baylor. 
Do you yeah, agree? Yeah, Baylor's just tough, man. Uh-huh. Baylor's tough and they're experienced. They got dudes. Got uh Cham Chachua. He's back. I really want to avoid any any team if I can that has you know, because the difference with Baylor and Kentucky is that not only does Baylor have like a really good big man in in, in Jonathan Chumchachua, they also have Flagler, Keontae Jones, uh, L.J. Cryer. Like they will just rain down. They will rain down on you. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I would not be fooled by their recent sort of, um, I guess you would say, lull. Uh, it's Big Twelve basketball, man. They've been on the road a lot. You know, they just beat the hell out of Texas over the weekend. Like I. I don't want to see Baylor, dog. That's one I would definitely want to avoid if I can, if at all possible. Um, but yeah, it's it, we'll have March tomorrow. March is is uh, is tomorrow, so that's an exciting thing. I don't know if it's like uh, you know whatever, but I, I will just go ahead and say something that's very cool for me personally uh, and professionally is that I'm going to be hosting Field of 68 after dark tomorrow. Hey, congratulations yeah. on a fantastic opportunity! Yeah, so that'll be. Uh, I'll have to be tuned in. What time does that come on? That's on. That comes on at 10 o'clock. So it's live, or have you yeah, recorded it's live. it? It's all live. I don't want to pull back too much here. And Goodman, but I'm wants, excited about the opportunity. Goodman wants to uh, talk about Memphis. He wants to talk about. Well, he, make he sure you to, straighten them out for us. Don't uh, be he, getting soft with him when you get on no, the national he, he, stage. He said, he wants to double down on his opinion, which is really stupid, uh, and I've shared that with him time and time again. So I will do it on a, to a, you know in front of an. It's so audience easy though be. to rebut that when you just show him, hey, you're basing this all on cow years. Terrible timing too. Like by the way, like Penny Hardaway is, is doing an awesome job. Like what season. are we talking about? He's coaching like, his tail off. And, and and I've been critical. And those aren't my words. You know? Those are the words of, of somebody that wouldn't necessarily be in his corner. Saying he's coaching his tail off this season, having to admit that is that somebody that you you talked to that you spoke to? Yeah. Oh, somebody that somebody that you spoke to off air. Yeah. John Calipari said that about Penny. Mm, that's not Cal. No, but but somebody I have a very high level of respect for that. Wow. Said that they had to say, man, you know what? That dude is coaching his, as he put it, coaching his. He said the other word, coaching his hands off this season. Wow. And he has. Yeah, he has, man. Again, you look at it with adjustments, everything else. They've lost guys. And you have not dropped. That, that's what I keep pointing to is the everybody's got bad losses this season. The parity's everywhere. And for the most part, you've handled everything you needed to in the AAC. Right? You, you jacked up the non-con. It didn't, it didn't work to the, the degree that you wanted it to um, because, obviously, you know, St. Louis hasn't been as good and you lose that game. We, like, we, 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 get, we get why. But in terms of the coaching, yep. like what he's done with this unit, yep. Pretty dang good this season. Yeah. Now I don't. Again, the timeout I, usage. I don't. Fantastic this year. I, to stop runs, like I love that. Because he used to never do that. No man. He used to like never he's do changed that. as a coach yeah. too. You can see the growth. He used to never do that, and like because he would just and and this was like a, a I think a, it was, you know, sort of it, it was it was pervasive around the entire program. It was like he just kind of treated it like NBA, right to a fault. Like because these guys aren't pros. You know, they're not you. So you kind of have to treat them like they're not, and they're not. And I think that is part of it, like, because in college basketball, it unravels. You know, unless you just have and, – and in this case, this year he kind of does. But unless you just have seniors who have been with you for, like, five years, you got to, like, all right, guys, come on. You know, yeah. let's, let's, let's stop the bleeding here because it's just going to unra- unravel from here 90% of the time. You know, so – no, I, and, and look, and you gotta I, get, I mean, things look a lot better when you got a guy like Kendrick Davis stirring the drink, too. That's that helps. True. That that's that how makes they things fix turnovers. Look, and and it 100. It's, it's I mean, when, when he decides I'm taking care of the ball, like you don't, you know, you're you 
you've seen halves where they're just so good with it. That's been the opposite of what they've been. That so, dude has so, a ball in a string. But again, Penny goes out and gets Kendrick Davis too. So it all kind of it comes back to him either either way. Uh, there's no question. But yeah, been impressed with the job he's done. They're clearly a tournament team. What school you on? Uh, on somebody else? Are you done with Memphis? I am. All right, next story. Next story. Just because I've dug in a little bit on college basketball, you're getting ready for March. Women's. Women's to see where because I couldn't find anywhere. How close is Memphis to making the NCAA tournament? Right. Are they close? Yeah. Is there a chance? Because what we know about the Memphis women, eighteen and nine, ten and four. We talked about this with Jessica Benson. What a great job Katrina Merriweather is doing in just her second season. They're in sole possession of second place. Let me set what's left for them. I'll give you a little bit for anybody that wants to get tuned in on on Memphis women's basketball. Play their final regular season game tomorrow. Uh, at El Marone against Tulane. They're 9-1 and one in their last 10. They've won six straight red hot. We talked about Madison Griggs when Respect Burgers hit the shot to beat SMU. SMU had only lost one previous home game all year long. Heading into this final regular season to, uh, game tomorrow against Tulane, which is 16-11. and 11. John, I can't tell you what the line is. Uh, no, that's that's one thing in this conversation. No, I don't think they really want. hang lines for Memphis. There you go. Or for women's. They can earn the number two seed. Think about this. The number two seed in the AAC tournament with a win tomorrow versus Tulane. Wow. They've already earned no lower than the three seed. I think Houston is locked in as the fourth seed. But let's get back to tournament. I want to look. They're 61 at the net. Okay? Um, it's not good enough in terms of the, the resume to get you in as an at-large probably at this point, even with as hot as they've been. Mm-hmm. Just because if you look at their quad – uh, one and two games, they're five and eight in those. Memphis is one and four. Memphis women are one and four in quad ones. What a lot like the Memphis men, they're almost unblemished in three and four games. They're thirteen and one. You add that to the hot streak, it's still not quite enough. It doesn't seem like to me to get an at-large bid as the second best team out of the AAC. I'm talking at-large. We're not talking about winning the conference tournament, which they could do next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, think about it this way, too. South Florida, the best team in the league, Memphis women's, uh, in, in the Memphis AAC, the women's, excuse me, the AAC women's side. Yep. South Florida's projected as a seven seed in the tournament. It's a one-bid league projection-wise now. That said, clearly Memphis is red hot, and you go, if you win tomorrow, in what I'm assuming will be a pretty uh, – a pretty electric crowd over at Elma Roan for what's on the line here, number two seed in the AAC tournament. You do that, you go into that thing, you've already secured yourself a first-round bye. Yep. You'll be playing on, it's Tuesday, the quarterfinals. Uh, Memphis will be playing uh, as the number two seed. We'll see who it is, but it's 7 o'clock uh, down at that's Fort Worth, same play, place where the men will play at Dickey's Arena. They got a shot. I mean, yeah. they battled South Florida this year. If we're saying Memphis has got to win the tournament as hot as they've been uh, to get into the NCAA tournament, you could say, look, they played South Florida tough twice. You're going to be on a neutral court, and you are absolutely one of the hottest teams in the country right now, having gone 9-1 and one your last 10, the only losses to South Florida. So, ladies and gentlemen, in her second year mm-hmm. here, you know, she's probably they're not on a bubble, it doesn't appear like to me. They're not, mm-hmm. you know, first four out, second, anything like that. But they're, they, with the way they're playing, John, they've got a chance to advance, maybe win the AAC tournament, maybe not. Either way, if they don't, I think they're a high seed, I would think, of the women's NIT. And it's just more when you look closer at, the, at what she's done this year. Remember, uh, they haven't won 10 road games since the 80s. Okay, they haven't been you know, they haven't been anywhere near this. And keep in mind, it's been since we're talking since 1998 that the Memphis women's basketball program advanced the NCAA tournament. They're close right now. You're talking 25 years uh, since you've been there. 
They're close. Probably going to have to win the conference tournament to get there. But clearly, Katrina Melweather has taken this thing to the next level. That's why we asked for years. You know, how long are you going to go without, you know, pouring some new energy, you know, trying to reestablish a new culture she's already done in year two? I mean, again, these are the things that I would be, you know, and now it would require a bit of a, a deep dive because she's not on the, you know, in the tournament field as of right now. So I'm saying one and four against quad one. Yeah. So. But again, any sharp AD here, and I'm not like, trying to run her out of town by any means. I'm just, you know, from a, a, re- a human perspective here, I mean, you see where this thing's headed. And, you know, the the way to hire good people is to sort of be on the front end. Don't wait until after. Well, our hope is it's my, my – Just under if, the if radar I'm enough for one more year. Looking Exactly. Yep. That they're going to miss the tournament right. and maybe she's just under <laughs> the radar enough. No, I'm, I'm rooting for her to make it. Right. They, they haven't been since. Did you hear me say she, that program she, has if, not if, been if, there since 98? If, if she Whoa. makes it, she's gone. 98? If she makes yeah, it, she's man. gone. Feels Joy, like 98 around You got to go back to Joy Lee McNellis. Who? <laughs> and I think and I think that was, well, she's down. She's a legend. She's been down at Southern Miss and I love yeah. Joy because she was always checking in at, you know, who was talented. But Joy for her, it was a, it was a, a a priority to recruit the area, which we're hoping it is too for Katrina, even though clearly she's got uh, an ability to go outside. But uh, yeah, man, that, I think that was it was around four straight years they went uh, there with Joy Lee McNellis, and I think '98 was the last time. You're talking 25 years, guys, and 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 in two years, this woman has come in and turned that thing around, mm-hmm. and they're dang near close. You know, probably still going to have to win the, the the AAC tournament, but they're they're right there in terms of breaking through to a national level and making the, I mean, the, and making an NCAA tournament. She's right there. Maybe she flies under the radar. If they miss, she's under the radar enough that some of those other ads, those smart ads, John's talking about, miss miss her. Yep. And you get another year out of they it. They will if she misses. I mean, that, that, they won't. They and won't well, know. And, her and that's why I wanted to do the dive, John, today to tell you how close they are. Yeah, they're close to the tournament. Um, again, don't think they're going to make it as an at-large. Best team in the AAC, South Florida, is projected as a seven. It's projected as a one-bid league. That said, they are one of the hottest teams in the country, mm-hmm. and she's doing a hell of a job. Yeah, uh, shout-out to her. Uh, cause, cause, Big know, game tomorrow. Not, it's, not, uh, it's not exactly the easiest job to come into and, and, and overturn, but, but maybe it's easier than we thought it was, right? Maybe there are some things that are in place, but – no, she's done a good job. She's done a really good job of of coming in and 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 ch- and, and also like uh, you got to give Laird credit on. And I know they're not revenue sports, but Carrick Jackson looks like a good one too. You know, for Memphis baseball, we had him on last week. Agree. So, you know, uh, it's it, obviously the revenue sports are the ones that matter. I mean, those are the those are the those are the hires that are going to determine your legacy as an athletic director. There's no doubt about that. But you know, there are other sports on campus too, and they all seem to be relatively healthy. You know, so I think that's uh, that's definitely a good thing for Memphis. All right, we'll come back. Trista Crick's going to join us at 125. We'll talk to her about the NBA, uh, the Grizzlies, as they try to finish the second half of the season, I guess the back half of the season, uh, strongly. We'll talk about her about all that and more. Jason and John, 92.9 FM, ESPN. It's Brad Carson for the Betley Sportsbook, and they fired up some special baseball app uh, abs. And um, some bets there. If you're into college baseball, you can actually bet on college baseball through the Betley Sportsbook app. It's legal in Arkansas and now here in the state of Tennessee in a $250 risk-free wager for your first bet only through the Betley Sportsbook. So you can do business in Arkansas and you can do business here in Tennessee. If you haven't downloaded Betley, download it today. They've got an NCAA basketball Duke, Tennessee, Kansas. It's the final Super Tuesday spread parlay. 
boosted from uh, 625 to 655 so more money for your college bets there. Also, the Grizzlies-Lakers, they have the Hollywood duo spread bet plus player prop tonight. John Morant, Desmond Bain, looking for over points plus Grizzlies minus 9.5. Uh, they've boosted that one, so you make more money if you're riding with the Grizzlies in that particular bet. Bet on the Grizzlies, bet on the Tigers, bet on college baseball and the NFL. All the bets are there, and the $250 risk-free now here. And if you haven't downloaded it, download it today. The Betley Sportsbook in Tennessee. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet using the Betley app. Play responsibly for help quitting. Call 800-522-4700. It's the Betley Sportsbook. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. ESPN.com, you mentioned this at the top of the show. Mel Kuyper has an updated NFL mock draft. Now, I would be interested to know, like, okay, we're two months out of this thing. How accurate our February mock drafts in, in terms of what they look like on draft day. I feel like... I think for the Kuypers and McShays, they're usually pretty close. Well, wasn't it last year where... Before, there's a huge change. Everybody thought Aiden Hudson was going number one. Yeah, you and might... ended up you, going... Uh, ended up being Quay Walker or mm-hmm. whatever his name was. Yeah, and on that stuff, in terms of one and two, you might see some... But in terms of like having the top 10 guys or top 15 guys, usually they nail them. Trayvon Walker, I apologize. Quay, Quay Walker was... Uh, Green Bay, um, but yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it's 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 good. you're going to be, I, I assume, somewhat in the neighborhood uh, of you know what it will uh, ultimately look like. So up at ESPN, Mel Kiper has his latest mock draft, and as you mentioned at the beginning of the show, he's got the Houston Texans moving up a spot with your Bears to select Bryce Young. Some might ask, why would you do that if you're the Texans? If you know the Bears are going to trade out or whatever else, well, it'd be the team that's coming up might take your guy. The Colts might take Bryce Young that's if you right. like him. That's right. I mean, so that, that, that would be the reason to go from two to one. Right. It's not just about the Bears. It's about keeping others yeah. from trading with the Bears for the one pick. Exactly that's what right. that would be about. That is exactly right. So You do that deal. Uh, Houston moves up, uh, and they grab, uh, they grab Bryce Young. Indianapolis moves up to two. Trading their pick with the Bears, and I assume some uh, picks to be named later. Yep. And they select my man, C.J. Stroud, quarterback, Ohio State. Uh, the Colts have a pretty good track record when they take quarterbacks in the first round. The uh, they've only they've only taken two in the last twenty five years in the first round. Luck was a first rounder. And Peyton Manning. Hmm. Yeah, Pre- pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty good. Pretty pretty good. That's an exciting addition, man. Gotta tell you. It's exciting in addition because you got because they're they're Pittman close to win and, now. Yeah, oh, they if you definitely put the right are. guy in there. They could be like the AFC. I, not maybe I don't know AFC version of Philly. Yeah. Just, not as just win the South. Talented, but yeah. I mean put in terms back, of the readiness, would that put them in a position you'd be ready to pick them over the Jags in the South? Okay, then they'll no. stop talking about AFC and no. where you are, where you rank them. I think the Jags. I think the Jag, I'm high on the Jags. 
I have the Jags rated very highly. So I I'd still have to put the Jags over the Colts with CJ Stroud just because CJ's still unproven. We well, both Trevor Lawrence, in him. Trevor Lawrence could be a top five quarterback next year. Like that's that's where we're talking. But it's Trevor Lawrence with Doug Peterson. That matters. Yeah, and guess what? Calvin Ridley joins the fold. Oh, that's right. So after sitting out a year suspension. Mm-hmm. So don't forget that. Um, so then we we have uh, I love me some Zay Jones. Yeah, the uh, the Cardinals taking Will Anderson. I mean that that team is really 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 far away. Uh, the Bears selecting the DT from Georgia, Jalen Carter. Stood Carolina moves up to grab Will Levis from Kentucky. Uh, I think he's going to be a guy who throws at the combine and people fall in love. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, that's just what's going to happen. Oh, he looks the part. Yeah. Uh, Detroit Lions take, taking Christian Gonzalez. And then the Raiders <laughs> taking Devin Witherspoon or Devon Witherspoon, uh, the corner from Illinois. Here's the thing. It, we need everything. I mean, we need a quarterback for sure, but we need a DB. We need offensive line help. We need – Linebacking help, like we need a lot. We had a lot of holes to plug here, bro. So even though it's a big hole, though, you wouldn't be very excited picking seven, taking a cornerback. You can't. That's just not like no. a, oh, this changes our franchise. I mean, you can not, hope for the best, not and unless he's hope that he's a day one Darrell starter. But, yeah, I mean, it had to. It had to be Darrell Revis. Well, and you don't know you've got Darrell Revis until they've done it. Yeah, in the NFL, I would rather. Well, I'd rather take him than Anthony Richardson. I'll tell you that. I, I hear you. They got Richardson going nine to Seattle. Man, they had I, via they, a trade with Carolina. They showed me they they had one graphic, and I can't remember the quarterback they were comparing him to, but it was like a current like low level starter, and it was like showing his like heat map, you know, Richardson's. Yeah, yeah. Next to this low level NFL starters in terms of uh, in terms of where he likes to distribute it and how accurate he is. Yes, his Anthony Richardson's deep sideline throws were awful, and they were never on target. Well, what. Uh, what did Florida have? That's some of it. You have to. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about putting the ball on target. We're not talking about you know, you know, we're completing it. We're on target. Yeah, he's a project. We get that. Yeah, no thanks, man. I don't let, think dude's sorry else. though. Nobody, else. nobody's considering taking him top ten. If this guy, you know, just had no ability whatsoever. Well, I, I just, if it was me or you out there. I, I, mean, I just don't think he's. They say he throws a country mile. You know, he's got the size six four, can move. Uh, I, I've heard this. So he's eerily he, reminiscent he of a guy we used to have. No, Jamarcus was like fat. Well, wasn't he? He was fat, but he was PH. Yeah, this dude moves. Did Jam- Jamarcus wasn't much of a mover, if I recall? Yeah, but he he could throw it a country mile, and he was six six. Well, a bit, what uh, Jared Lorenzen could do that fool, and he was bigger than that. He could throw it a country mile, couldn't he? Jared Lorenzen. I'm just saying, you picking dudes that can't move. Anthony Richardson's different from Jamarcus Russell in that he he can move and make plays. Jam- that was not Jamarcus. To well, my recollection, J- Jamarcus was more accomplished coming out of college than Anthony Richardson is. Again, this is based on potential and what guys see in Mahomes, the Jalen Hurts, the Justin Fields. They're trying to find him. Well, good luck because there ain't, ain't no, nobody trying to find Jamarcus. There ain't no other Mahomes out there to be found. I'm saying you keep comparing this dude to Jamarcus. He ain't muddy. He ain't Jamarcus. Well, no, I'm just saying in terms of Jamarcus like, couldn't move. Like, like if you just say, all right, look, uh, strong arm, big frame, uh, you know, six five. Put these two facts next to each other. You know, player A, player B. Is this Jamarcus Russell? This is the same guy. Did, uh, you didn't hear anything I said about movement. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.